everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to be back doing our On Friendship series. This is uh, what we do every month where me, Rachel Wagner, and uh, Dr. Elisa Lucas, we talk about a Hallmark or Hallmark adjacent mm-hmm. film that, and we take a friendship angle to it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's been a really great series. We're almost at a year from the first one that we ever wow. do it. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's ex- I'm so excited about talking about friendship that time flies. I know. <laughs> and I miss my friends. Yeah, I, I know. You, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Miss everybody. <laughs> like I, I'm grateful for my online friends, uh, mm-hmm. which you are one. And uh, but I, I definitely miss my real life in real life friends also. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till I can see my friends, give them a hug. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that'll be a good day. It'll be a really yeah. good day. But I, we're going to talk about the movie Anything for Love today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hadn't seen this one for a long time, but I remember liking it. And then I watched it and I was like, wow, this one's really, at least in my opinion, this one's really good, I think. <laughs> And I just thought it would be perfect for this time, particularly because uh, it, you have this healthcare professional who's kind of embarrassed about what he does. And I just thought it would be a really nice time to kind of to express our gratitude as a podcast for all the incredible work done Absolutely. by all the essential workers. And I know people have been saying that, and I worry that at a certain point, it kind of maybe comes off as a platitude, but I know for me, at least I definitely feel it. And I'm, I'm really, I'm so grateful. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I do where I have my groceries delivered and I always wait till they come and, cause they're to leave it on the porch now. And I go up to my second floor and I, when they're bringing the groceries in and out, I yell out the window, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you. Yeah. And my neighbor works at the grocery store that's right here, too. So whenever I see her, I'm like, doing the good work. Appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to keep up up the love. Yes. Yes. Because, I mean, we all have uh, just been through this tense time in here. They're literally, like, putting their lives on the line. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just uh, so grateful i mean i've always been grateful for i don't feel like i've i hope i've never taken these people for granted yes Uh, but it's just especially uh i want to make sure to express that uh that gratitude and uh and i don't know it's interesting because i was watching this movie and i'm like this just feels so different than a typical hallmark movie in a lot of ways and uh it's 2016 so that's part of i think the reason uh it's 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 you know like it's not old by any means but but i i feel like they were taking a little bit more risks 2015 2016 uh mm-hmm. than they do now um but also this is her, uh, the writer it's her f- first movie that she's oh wow she's only done she's done one other so first movie for hallmark and then she's only done one other film yeah and i think when you get those first timers in hallmark yeah it's usually really refreshing and you're like, yeah. you feel it and you can tell that, that they're new voice and they mm-hmm. have something to say. And I, I like that a lot. Her name is Barbara Curry. Good and job, Barbara. Yeah, like, that man. surprises me yeah. that you say that was like a first Hallmark movie. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Write more Hallmark movies. Yeah. Barbara, you, <laughs> you scored. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so this movie is, uh, 
it's basically about a, you have this woman who is the head of this huge company, this corporation, she's really insecure. And then you have this nurse, a male nurse, uh, played by Paul Green, uh, and he is you know, insecure about being, he's, he's pretty confident, but then it's just as far as dating, he, yeah. he's insecure. And so that's, uh, and what were your overall thoughts about the film? What do you think? Well, my first thought was like, I, I get, you know, the risk of uh, having, I think in this particular case, Eric Christensen, Erica Christensen, who I really like from Parenthood mm-hmm. uh, in this, you know, it's a family business, but it's still a multi-million or billion dollar company. And she's like the head of it. And then having, you know, the status level, I guess, be different and not following gender roles in that yeah. sense, I thought was really, you're talking about risk-taking. I thought that's what was different about it. But I was kind of surprised about how shocked people are with male nurses. I was like, I was like yeah, have it's... we not had them before? But I was like, <laughs> but maybe it's, you know, it's Hallmark. It, it's like, to me, a lot of times it can be like, they're just putting the period on their exclamation point, right? They're putting a period mm-hmm. on the point they're making. And I think that's, what they were sort of playing around with, with was this idea that for a man uh, that they should be in these high status positions and for women they shouldn't be in high status positions because they'll intimidate men and so I really like that aspect of it but I kept everyone kept being like you're a nurse and I was like <laughs> I would be fine he's great at his job he yeah. seems to be a joy to be around and I was like yeah. you know what it's okay <laughs> They probably did lay it on a little bit thick with yeah. with that, but uh, but I actually do think it's it's more of a thing than we think. I think even yes, for teachers, I yeah. think there's sort of like a male that becomes a teacher. There's still sort of that that underlying kind of like, well, you must be wanting to become a principal, or there's yeah. sort of this anything that's seen as kind of a service profession, uh, aside from like an auto mechanic, I think is still seen as kind of a uh if there's something like feminine about it there's something like they should be more ambitious than being just a nurse but the problem with that is the word just shouldn't be there because we need nurses we love nurses nurses do a lot of work and a lot of good work and i have to say when my appendix burst now it burst in 2009 uh-huh. I would say that except for one nurse, all of my nurses were men. So maybe it wasn't stri- the one time I had like an extended stay in the hospital, yeah. you know, I had a lot of men as nurses. And so, you know. Yeah. Well, I asked, uh, we, we did a, an episode of the podcast on, there's a Canadian show uh, called Nurses starring one of uh, the friends of the podcast. So we covered it just a one-off episode with me and my friend, Jen, who is yeah. a, a nurse and she's a doctorate of nursing. So mm-hmm. she's very well educated. And, uh, and I asked her, I said, is it still, is that still that uh, stereotype, I guess, of, you know, sort of women being nurses and, and she said, there's usually like a couple token yeah uh male uh male in the uh, thing but usually they do end up going on to pursue uh uh becoming a doctor or something like that but i think your point with i think your point with like that with dating it it is more likely to be an issue than me going have you never seen a a man as a nurse before (laughs) right like like that to me i was like 
everyone else seemed to be freaked out about it. Um, he didn't seem to be that freaked out about it, but then like his friend kind of lays it on thick with the yeah. date card and like how women are always after doctors and things like that. <laughs> but I think what sticks out for me and, you know, as, as you know, and I'm sure your listeners knows that we talk about being single on this show, right? Right. And I have a PhD and I've been told in terms of advice to not come out with that right away because it's intimidating or this, that, or the other thing. And I'm like, but it's, it's what I do. Yeah, it's who you and, are as a person. And, and a PhD is a doctorate of information. Like, I can't save lives. I can teach. Right. <laughs> well, I'm not saving lives. But also, <laughs> a PhD is nothing more than someone who worked really hard for a few years on a very specific topic. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a huge accomplishment. And I mean, it's yeah. hard. Like, I am the last person that should really be giving dating advice. I'm not great with dating. But... <laughs> But it's hard because it, like, especially those first, first little bits of dating is like how much to be yourself, mm-hmm. you know, cause it, it, we're all a lot. We're all yeah. a lot of personality. We got a lot of stuff, <laughs> you know, like, and how much do you throw in that, yeah. that beginning time period? And, and yeah. obviously in this case, they're both lying, which is in, unadvisable, <laughs> but, uh, but I think that makes this a really pretty classic romantic comedy Yeah, uh, because it has those elements of kind of, of just, you know, sort of lying to each other. And that's, that's pretty classic. But what I have uh, but, to say to you though, is that I, as, as you know, I, I grew up on Lifetime. And so after watching this, I was like, I'm definitely gonna be showing this in my lying and deception class. In the yeah, fall. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, another thing I really like in this movie is I really enjoy the whole cast. I think it's very mm-hmm. strong. I yeah. think, I, I mean, I really like Antonio Cupo as uh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, he, <laughs> he, hits, he hits the right notes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He has and, the right notes of wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, I love Allie Liebert as her executive assistant. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that's a really fun dynamic. And I I really like, I'm not sure who the actor is actually, but I really like his friend. Oh right, yeah, he was Reggie. funny. He was really <laughs> funny. And so I think that, the, and there's a little bit of snark that you don't always see uh, mm-hmm. in these movies that I appreciated. And so it, it's an interesting, it's an interesting film. And so it starts out with the, uh, the, we kind of develop these characters like, uh, like, like we said, and in particular, there's another doctor or there's another, uh, another person at the hospital who's a doctor who has the same name as Paul. What are the characters? Yeah. <laughs> And he's like a balding guy and he's like, and yet he, they, they're like, he, look, he gets all these girls and how does he get all these girls? And oh, just cause he's a doctor. And I mean, I, I feel like that kind of thing is, uh, is less a thing than it used mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. But I wouldn't say that it's not still a thing. I yeah, I just uh, thought the fact that he was at a lunch table with like three or four women who are all fawning over him, I was like, there's the the point on that exclamation mark, right? Like right. it was I was yeah. like I mean it's we'd all go that far. Paul Green, who is so handsome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like and that just this assumption is that also we have, I think, 
these ideas in mind that are based on just things that we've seen over time, things that we learn, uh, things that are encouraged, uh, some things that are not conscious to us, but that we would assume that he is the doctor because he's tall and handsome, right? That mm -hmm. obviously he would be a doctor and not a nurse because he, someone's gonna, you know, he's handsome, he's a leader. Like there's this thing that is associated with people who are taller are seen, I think, more as leaders. There's like a nonverbal research on it. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. fascinating. <laughs> that's true. That's that's yeah. true. Well, and his friend, Reggie, he, <laughs> he's totally fine with lying. He thinks, it, you know, he's like, by the time that they're not going to be into me anyway, so by the time we've had fun, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, by the time they find out I'm a liar, they hate yeah. my guts. <laughs> so he's pretending to be a professional athlete, which is hilarious. I was like, what sport? Golf? My time maybe. in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you, what exactly, what sport are we talking about? Yeah. And they, <laughs> they go to the bar and they meet the two girls and finds out one of them is named Angel. He says, hello, Angel. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> hello, I love it. Reggie. Yeah, I can, I can see that guy. I know he's in the movie, so obviously I can see that character, but I can see that person in real life, like yeah. sort of the over the top, like <laughs> cheesy pickup lines and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was really funny. And, uh, and yeah, those, I mean, like you said, they did lay it on a little thick with those girls. Like the sooner, the soon they find out that he's a nurse, they're like, we got somewhere to go. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I'm like, he's got a job. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's helping people like he has a patient that is a teen boy that he's like yeah over the course of the movie he becomes like a friend and mentor to and so i'm like he's doing good work like let's appreciate people yeah. for who they are well and i mean he has a job can i say that again <laughs> yeah i mean it was 2016 it was a different time <laughs> it was four years ago <laughs> i know we've been quarantine for her a month or so it was not been it was four years ago <laughs> i've lived in this house about that long it wasn't that long ago. it feels that long doesn't it it does um, feel that long that but it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but, but yeah no it was definitely laid on but you're trying to can like i think that they, what they were trying to do was to make uh to make him tell the lie but keep him to be a nice person yeah you know, and yeah. to make it kind of be his friend who tells the lie and, well and, they uh, both and, do because her assistant does the same thing and her assistant mm -hmm. is also her friend because she lives for her work but i feel like it's easier to keep her likable because she's our lead character and mm -hmm. she's i don't know i just feel like it's easier to keep the the female character likable than uh, than a man who's telling lies and mm. in a Hallmark movie. I do. <laughs> oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, Hallmark, because I'm like, Erica Christensen plays that really well, sort of like that yeah. rigid sort of. So they're like, who needs that to have of fun. Kind of, of keeping him like secure, I mean, insecure, but like, and he's telling this lie, but he's, you know, still a, because uh, uh, they wouldn't want to make it something like, say, Pillow Talk or something like that, where, mm. you know, the Rock Hudson character is just like, just lying, 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 and pretty bad guy. <laughs> when you think about it, uh, but well, but they also even it out by having them both lie, which I thought was yes. a, a really interesting take on it. Because usually it might be like one person lying, but having them both lie 
on their profiles. One was planned, but the nurse, he did not. It's his friend did it without his knowledge. And so can we also talk about perhaps the difference between guys' best friends and women's <laughs> best friends? Yeah. Well, and, and she was an interesting BFF because she she was just her office friend but mm-hmm. i but i i think that's all that this woman had like it felt believable yeah. to me and i i really liked ellie liebert and she was really especially yeah. once it gets to the end where she's like i don't think you realize what a snob you are yeah that was great <laughs> that was I very really liked that part yeah <laughs> and uh yeah and but i don't know what you think but i do think there's still something to be said about uh men being intimidated by powerful women Mm-hmm. and I, I think that's still a thing i uh, i think it's more a thing than women not wanting to date male nurses I think. absolutely <laughs> i would agree and i think it's because like all the advice i've received with online dating is to stick with gender roles and so a woman having like an advanced degree or running a multi-million dollar company is not historically in line with those gender roles and right. so it's the advice I've always gotten is like, be sure that they still still feel like a man. And I was like, okie dokie. Yeah, like, what does that mean? It means like, I, mean, like, I have to dull my shine? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, what was nice about this is that as opposed to most of this kind of trope is you're a, kind of a total ice queen. And yeah. you have to be like thawed by the nice guy. Yeah. And there was maybe a teeny bit of that here, but not that much. I mean, she was pretty nice uh, and pretty insecure from the beginning, as opposed to like the proposal or Devil Wars mm-hmm. Prada or, you know, mm-hmm. these kind of things where the powerful woman is the ice queen of business yeah. who's, you know, horrible. Uh, and uh, and so I think that they did a good job and she did a good yeah. job with the script of writing her character so that uh, you believe that uh, that she just, she does not trust anybody i mean anyone she doesn't even trust her dad yeah Uh, and but also it seemed like the dad didn't really trust her either so maybe that's mm -hmm. where it comes from it's like because even at some point she's like you know you put me in charge of your company but it's like you can't trust me to be in charge of my own life and and i thought that was a really interesting juxtaposition i think your comparison to the proposal um which i have seen and might not be the first genre I go to obviously grew up in the lifetime house right and I'm being that's why I'm like it's a year of me watching Hallmark my (laughs) life is better for it and I enjoy the proposal I yeah I I do but it's it's not a first movie I would choose to watch but I enjoyed it but yeah exactly that ice queen I see what you're saying is I guess is my point is like Erica Christensen and her character needed a slight defrost maybe not a melt (laughs) yeah well and i think when you're constantly kind of uh you're constantly judged and you're constantly in kind of a masculine world Mm -hmm. it can be really hard to kind of to trust and to let that go and uh and i uh, i i think that uh, i don't know i have to say i i felt like most and it's a weird it's a weird dynamic because i have to say that the the most of the terrible bosses that i've had in my life 
have been women, which is mm. horrible, which I, yeah. I, I hate to say, but I found that with a lot of people that uh, I, I think that we still, as, as many advances as we've gotten for women, uh, I think we still haven't gotten to the point where we can be a woman and be a man at the same time. You know what I'm saying? That we yeah. can we can do traditional, like you were talking about gender roles, that we can do things without, I don't know, I just, I feel like the, the terrible boss, particularly the terrible boss that I had, she was, she was really bitter and she treated everybody terribly. Yeah. And I have to believe a little bit that comes from the fact that she was always having to prove herself, yeah. uh, you know, as a woman in business. And I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but uh, I, it, it's an interesting phenomenon, I guess. It, does that make sense what I'm saying? It does. And I think it's not just that she might have been bitter. It also might be how people treat her based on whether or not they think she should be in the role that she is in. I think mm -hmm. just in general, we could do better at training people to be in charge of other people. <laughs> yeah. No, that's so but true. There, but there's, you know, when, you know, it's like girls are called bossy and they're called the B word and they're, you know, it's, it's like being aggressive, like a man might, there's still some, um, a backlash for it. And so I think, but also, I also think like competition, oftentimes in the workplace, I see it. I, I, you, mm -hmm. you don't see women supporting women enough. And it's yeah. like, but it might also be because women historically had to be, had to fit into the masculine world versus it being a world that we can all exist in without yeah. these stereotypes, biases, and boxes, right? So yeah. absolutely. And, and that's it. If, if her character, if all she does is work and she's the head of it, then she's going to be in this fast-paced, nonstop competition, cutthroat sort of area. And what she is missing is having a life. You know what I mean? And so uh, her dad visits her at work. Her best friend is her assistant. You know, she hadn't been dating, or if she did, it was someone who was in the business who wanted her dad to look over a project he had and the and the Charlie guy who uh -huh. was a very good wrong guy ah, but when I do that I think they're great when I'm like oh gross <laughs> yeah. well the interesting but, thing about him I thought is that at least for that first part I thought that he was an interesting character because he he's he's trying I think to kind of be the boyfriend that he thinks she wants like yeah. he's telling her like i'll just be here whenever you need i want you to be my person yeah. for friday nights for saturdays yeah. whatever and i think that's what he thinks probably with pretty good cause that that's what she wants yeah. but it's not until she is with somebody totally different that she realizes what she what she wants and, well, and i would think the introduction of that character would have been enough when he just holds up his glass and is like I want a refill and he doesn't even look at the person <laughs> yeah, and it's actually true. her. And I was like, you can learn a lot from someone based on how they treat people yeah, that's in true. positions like wait staff, et cetera. And I was like, I already knew. I was like, he's the wrong guy. I already know it. <laughs> well, and just like compared to some of these other wrong guys where they're just terrible like in um like in birthday wish for instance yeah. <laughs> it's just the worst um like i can understand like to him her coming up to him 
with this table with the table full of papers and him yeah. making calls and stuff that's totally something that i can think that he would think that she would really like yeah because that that's who he sees her as because yeah. she's just been one person i mean yeah. in fairness to to him i think that it would make sense yeah. but uh, the problem is is that he never get a any kind of sense of an authentic person yeah uh, thank to, you because <laughs> at least with the, like the birthday wish they had come to that agreement that this was the relationship that they wanted yeah and Ugh. and so and then she changed whereas yes. <laughs> so it makes a, a little bit more sense but but i don't know i i, I kind of i could understand his character yes he's yeah. He's uh, not, not, not a, he's the wrong guy, but I felt like his choices made sense. Yeah. Until his choices later in the movie where I was yeah. just like, that's shady. And I'm sure we'll talk about it yeah. a little bit more, but I think like you're exactly right with this idea of what he thinks the kind of boyfriend he's supposed to be or the kind of partner he would be. Um, and then in a way, because you said it's not authentic, which I agree with. I just couldn't find a word to, to yeah. sort of label it. But now that you said that, it's like he's trying to force something because that's like what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to do these things. But also, I think he wants to be part of that family business, though, too, as well. So I, I think she's right when she says that he has an agenda, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and she and she it's interesting because when she first talks about uh, what she wants out of a relationship, Mm -hmm. she totally still is using business terms yeah. <laughs> she says that she wants the same feeling she gets when she makes a big sale she wants the butterflies that she gets she's and, had the wrong butterflies in yeah. life i think <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did i i thought there were some pretty witty moments of the script pretty funny mm -hmm. uh and i liked when she's going on the date and, and Ali Lee says, what are you wearing you know she's like she's like are you ironing your jeans that made me laugh <laughs> And she's like, no, as she's ironing yeah. them. <laughs> and she says, Alfred Liebert says, your hair looks like a German World War I military helmet. <laughs> and you wear too much makeup. It's very intimidating. That made me laugh. That was a funny line, I thought. <laughs> well, that's the thing that I like about this movie is because maybe more so than in other movies that we've watched so far that have a romantic focus is that the friends are actually there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um because they start by both sort of adjusting their dating profiles on the internet and then they're there for like the first date aspect and and what was his friend's name he was actually Reggie. at the bowling alley yeah right taking pictures and stuff and yeah. so they were there throughout like it was a whole process and I think that's a lot of times what movies do wrong with friendship they act as if friendship's you're, they're only there and then the relationship happens and then you never see the friend again. And, and so I enjoyed th that, that they had a bigger role yeah. and a bigger impact. Again, uh, the guy friend, I was like, okay, you went in, you went full in on a lie for your friend that he did not agree to. Whereas they, the women were, did develop the, the profile together. Yeah, so that's true. <laughs> so that's from true. the start, they're a part of it. And I think that feels very real like oh not that picture or not that or don't write that or you know those sorts of things i think well, friends do play a large role yeah it's interesting because he takes her bowling and yeah. uh and, and later on he's like oh i would never have done bowling but maybe yeah. that's that's why they connected because they 
even though they were lying, they were still sort of being themselves. They weren't trying to, like, if he had, if he had tried to take her out to some fancy restaurant or something, that would have been, that would not have worked at all. Yeah, absolutely. She doesn't trust that. She does not trust that at all. She would assume there's an agenda there. And so it actually works because if he believes that she is an executive assistant, when he looks at her profile, he says, she looks like based on, so he's looking at the picture, but it's based on the information that's included that she's an executive assistant. She feels like, uh, she looks like someone who would want to do things like I do, like go camping and do those sorts of things. And I was Mm -hmm. like, does she, is she going to (laughs) be, well, I guess we'll see, but, (laughs) but so he picks bowling, but yeah, he might not have picked that date as if she had listed that she was a CEO or whatever her title was. And the same thing, like, if she thought she was going out with a doctor, is there going to be some judgment about going to a bowling alley, right? Like, I think that the stereotypes that we have fuel our expectations of how people behave. And so I think that uh, was really interesting yeah. take in the movie, for sure. Yeah, but they are the worst bowlers to ever exist. Like, Oh my God, <laughs> has she never bowled? Like, has she ever seen it in media ever in her life? <laughs> what? You literally just... I mean, I'm no expert, but like she threw herself <laughs> down the lane. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh my gosh! I'm like they're both on the floor. Like, what is happening? But- it was really funny because I had just watched the first season of Roseanne. There's an episode where they go to the bowling alley. That is a, like a classic episode of television. And so then I got here and I was like. has she never seen the inside of a bowling alley but at the same time he was sweet he brought her socks like i thought he was was thoughtful thoughtful. yeah very thoughtful well and so then he says uh, hey uh do you do you uh ever go up into your uh to the roof of your building Mm-hmm. and she's like no I don't really ever go up there and he's like you work here every day and you never go to the roof <laughs> and so they go to the roof and uh it's very nice that it has all the, <laughs> the like the the light set up and everything like that yeah <laughs> but uh but you know that's pretty like they they kiss which mm-hmm. is really nice in the middle of the movie you typically don't see that in Hallmark movies that's, I'm always a end. fan of that yeah because <laughs> these are grown-ups that's one thing i like about this movie i feel like both even though they're lying and it's a little over the top i feel like both these characters are grown-ups mm-hmm. we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast they are the good folks over at skylight frames and we have mother's day coming up everybody is you know a little bit as you know in this weird spot you might be separated from your mother you might not be able to see her the way that like i was i been frustrated i haven't been able to spend time with my mother and so you want to do something special for mother's day this year the skylight frame is a really great choice it's a digital frame but it looks just like any other uh, frame so it's not like the bulky ones like you see sometimes uh this is a really attractive nice looking digital frame and it works so effortlessly it's it's done all through you can email the photos to the frame and so you don't have to upload it the way you typically would upload a digital frame and so people could be out uh, uh social distancing and send uh, a picture right to your frame and you wouldn't even uh have to do anything complicated for it it's really really simple there's a simple touch screen you're able to heart pictures that you uh enjoy you can swipe through them it's really really nice and so it's 
if you have people that aren't so tech savvy as far as something like Instagram, this is a really great way for them to share photos, get photos, and, uh, and to have them in this really attractive uh, frame. So you should definitely check it out. It sets up in under 60 seconds and uh, you get 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight frame, they'll offer you a full refund. And you can even load it with your favorite photos before giving it to them if you want, say, for Mother's Day to have all of the grandkids or all of, all of uh, memories of growing up or things like that. You can easily upload them and give them to, uh, to the person without even opening up the, uh, the frame. So it's a really nice, uh, nice system that way. And um, I gave my parents a skylight frame for Christmas and they've really been enjoying it. And my dad's a photographer, so it's really a nice way for him to share and get to view his favorite pictures. So definitely check it out right now as a special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com hallmark and you enter code hallmark. That's uh, skylight frame, $10 off your purchase, uh, skylightframe.com hallmark and enter code HALLMARK. And that's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash HALLMARK. So check it out. I think you'll really enjoy it. So anyway, um, and then uh, oh, she also had gone to the, they'd gone to the restaurant, barbecue restaurant, yeah. <laughs> and she ate with her hands. And that was she was waiting for her silverware because yeah. Uh, which she would never think to eat with her fingers. <laughs> which I totally get because I wouldn't want to eat anything messy on a first date. It just on a looks, first date, absolutely. It looks <laughs> awful. It looks terrible. Um, but, she even did the thing where she covers her mouth when you do when yeah. you're around people. You know you don't do it when you're at home. <laughs> and but she goes for it and he makes her comfortable and it's cute. Uh, but yeah. after they kiss, she starts to have an allergic reaction. And I thought that was funny. And he's like, oh, I've never had that one before. <laughs> it was the barbecue, not the kiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he, <laughs> he invites her to go to his cabin in Wisconsin. This movie is supposedly set in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And uh, she says, you know, I, don't worry. There's a separate bedroom. <laughs> Be fun. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, it's obvious that she's really uncomfortable, really nervous about it. Because he's like, what about next weekend? What about the weekend after that? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and he says, if, you don't, if you're not into me, that's fine. And she, uh, then he says, I lied. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I don't invite <laughs> women to the cabin. You're the only one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Yeah. But I also, okay, can I jump in here? Because I think like someone who puts all of their time into work like she does it seems impossible to get away for the weekend but it was her friend who was like it'll be fine because she trusts you like you said she doesn't trust anyone I feel like she trusts her assistant yeah. because her assistant does so many things for her and has everything done like talked about how she in the opening scene it's like she's been dating like three or four guys and she's like you better have gotten your work done she's like Dot, 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 here's all I have done. And it, and then she's like, it better be perfect. She's like, yes, it is. You know, I think she does trust her friend and her friend is like, yeah, you can go out with him or you can go do this. I got it taken care of. And it's really that push of 
getting out there that I think this particular character needed because she spends so much time at work doing work. Right. Yeah. And so, and then with the, and, and let's be honest, like dating, there is always a certain degree of at least sort of lies by omission at least (laughs) oh absolutely oh i teach lying and deception i can tell you that we have an entire unit on online dating but i will say that there are some people who believe that when people lie in profiles it shouldn't be a big deal it should be about if you connected or not whereas i am like most people don't like being lied to even no matter how small it is and so it, it would have been better had he said that he was a nurse, he didn't know at first. It was his friend who did it. Um, and she should have said that she was in the position she was. But like the point you made before, the stereotypes, expectations, all that, it, you know, if he would have been like, oh, she's a CEO, I have to take her out to this fancy restaurant, it might not have worked because she didn't trust it. And so mm-hmm. in some ways, it's like the lie is what got them to connect. But is, it, is the lie something that you can overcome? Because most people, we talk about this in my classes, most people, it doesn't matter what the lie was about. It's the fact that you were lied to. Most of the time in dating, when it's just, like I said, a lie of omission. Like you say, oh, I work out every day when really you don't, you know, or or something like that. (laughs) Like you exaggerate. Walking down the stairs to the first floor of your house (laughs) is not exercise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we all, Things that's like the that. thing with, with profiles, ideas. I think everyone is on board with the idea that we all present our best self in the photos that we choose and the, the information we put yeah. in the profile. And that some of that is exaggeration. Like, what's your favorite book? And people list all this fancy crap. And I'm like, when is the last time you read that? Give me yeah, a break. Right. <laughs> like, let's be real. What did you actually <laughs> read? Was it Sports Illustrated? Don't lie. <laughs> Speaking of books, so we have this little side story of Paul Green helping this angsty teen get ready for <laughs> surgery. Oh, and rebel he, kid. <laughs> yeah, he gives him catcher on the rye. I was and, like, at first I was like, oh, come on. I was like, he's like, this is my favorite book. And I was like, this is the same lie that everyone puts on every profile. There's some book and it's like, you didn't. But it ended up being cute. But that yeah. was initially my first thought. I was like, I was like, what book is it going to be? I was like, catch her in the ride. Yeah, it was quite perfect because, you know, when he thinks, oh, he's not going to come, you know, then he says, oh, you're all a bunch of phonies, which is a big thing in the book. If you yeah. In the ride. Yeah, and, that's why I said he's a, he ends up being a great mentor. Yeah. <laughs> and, he knew that kid needed that book. <laughs> yeah. And I, it kind of made me laugh, though, because I'm like, if some homeworkies, if they read this book, they might be kind of traumatized because it does have a lot of swearing and there's prostitutes yeah. and all kinds of... I was of... traumatized by that book. I had to read that in high school. But it's, it's not it's my, not favorite, my favorite and I don't put it on dating profiles. <laughs> sound fancy. But Please. it was it was a, it was probably a perfect book to recommend to this kid. So it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was good. It was a nice little side plot. And I also like when he holds up his holds up Reggie in the elevator. He's like, What did you do? <laughs> when he found out about the lie. Yeah. And he had a chance to come clean and he didn't. And then yeah, he holds up his friend. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she tries to tell him many times. Mm-hmm. And I did kind of laugh when she's like, I can't cook. That's her thing. <laughs> and it reminded me of last episode with the seven recipes. So Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Because that's all you need to know to be able to cook. Seven recipes. That's right. <laughs> it does seem like so long ago. That was last month's episode. Yeah. But, but he says a really interesting, he says, he says, I don't care what you're not. I care what you are and you are what every guy would dream of. Mm-hmm. And I liked that a lot. The idea, I don't care what you're not. Cause that's what yeah. is so insecure about dating mm-hmm. is all the things that you're not, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not whatever, yeah. you know, like yeah. that you might have, I'm not smart enough. I'm not. And yeah. so mm-hmm. that was a very attractive line. I thought. So. Yeah. You're like, Oh, hello, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so then she has to leave because, uh, her father has a heart attack and it's gets it gets complicated because he has he's being treated in his hospital uh but she uh she doesn't want him to know that that's her dad and obviously he doesn't want her to know that he's a nurse um she tells him he's at the other hospital but then she's there so there's all this kind of back and forth for a little bit we also see that her dad is still like a workaholic from the hospital bed yeah and so you can really understand what uh, what made her the way that she is. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see there's a chessboard, and so she ends up playing chess with her her dad. And uh, the um, uh, she tells she tells her dad, she says, love is personal. You and the board of directors don't get a say. <laughs> that was that was a good moment. <laughs> I just love that it was like not only his hospital, but it's like the wing. He's like a cardiac uh, cardiac nurse of some sort. Yeah. And so it's like, so he ends up being the dad's nurse, and he plays chess with him too. Yeah, which was a just it was a fun dynamic of like mm-hmm. he's seen, them seeing each other and then just trying to lie, and it was fun. But also, the dad is getting to know this person that he has no idea is dating his daughter. Right. I was yeah. like, oh, that's, that's a good part. That's the, that is the writing right there. That's a good little mm-hmm. twist. Well, and even he said, tells, he tells uh, him to, you know, if you love her, you got to tell her. And, uh, and so basically uh, the Charlie character, he tries to blackmail uh, the Jack and comes to his house and tries to intimidate him and buy him off. And uh, he, you know, he's not into, he's not going to be into that at all. And Just that's where he really turns. You should never blackmail people. Like, first off, why is it your role to do that? Second, I know he's only doing it to show that he's after his money. But then I also like where he's like, no. He turned down the blackmail and I was like, thank you. Yeah. Ridiculous. Because I mean, it's just a stupid thing anyway, because why would she want to be with you anyway mm-hmm. when she's going to yeah. find out what she will find out yeah. that what you did. And, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it's, I mean, it's fine. I guess if you find something, if you're certainly concerned about who your friends are, are dating, like mm-hmm. you can tell them, but to try to blackmail the other party is just, is not good. So Charles, Charlie makes the big reveal and, uh, and Jack says to her dad says, you don't think a nurse is good enough for your daughter. And, and then she says, Oh, it was, it was too good to be true. So she's, she was pretty, pretty sad. And, uh, and, you know, she says, well, you were pretending to be more desirable than, than you are. And, and I was pretending to be less desirable than I am, which is, <laughs> is, is interesting. 
And then uh, Ali Liebert, she says, uh, why, why are you upset? Because he lied or because you're a bigger snob than you're willing to admit? Yeah, because she kind of puts down being an executive assistant, but her right. best friend is an executive assistant. Yeah. So That's it's right. And, and the thing about it is when the reveal happens, she finds out that he's a nurse, but at the same time, she was going by a different name, right? So she was going by Debbie. Oh, and, right. yeah, and, that's so true. She, and and her name is Catherine. And so I thought she was a little too far offended by his lie when she was in fact lying. And well, I mean, I was, that's what she said. She said, you were lying too. So that's yeah. not the real issue. The real issue yeah. is her struggling with the idea of actually being, being a with nurse. a nurse. Like yeah. that's really what yeah. uh, is the problem. And that's why it's so good that she says that about, well, you're a bigger snob than, plus yeah. she did totally act like, oh, she was, a, she did slight her for being an yeah. executive assistant, which is like a really hard job. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, uh, to do, uh, God, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it. No, <laughs> I, no I don't think I've I been, could. I've been that kind of receptionist, that kind of, that kind of, I don't of, think uh, I could do it. Not that I wouldn't want to. I don't think I could do yeah. it. Yeah. Was, <laughs> she did a great job with it and she looked so good. <laughs> you have really good fashion in this movie, but, um, but anyway, so she kind of realizes to her, like, oh yeah, I'm being a jerk, which mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. Like a lot of times I feel like in sometimes in Hallmark movies and they're afraid to give the characters flaws mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. make them, oh, I was a jerk there. I need to apologize. <laughs> like I need to, yeah. but that's, that's what makes you human. That's what makes you uh, an interesting person. Uh, that we can relate to because none of us are perfect and we all you know it just made it I I just I I appreciated that a lot and so he ends up visiting the kid on the day off he's there at the hospital she goes to the hospital she gets the uh the paging system whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that whole thing was so cute because then he Mm -hmm. goes on so they're both talking and and then she tells Charlie she says well what if I had Debbie's job would you still be interested in me? And uh, so, you know, then he kind of realizes. And uh, He's then, a jerk too. <laughs> uh, and then we also get uh, Allie Liebert and Reggie. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the pr- match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of liars. Put them together. <laughs> yeah. That's really cute. That's really cute. So she tells her dad, sometimes you need to trust your instincts. Jack is the one for me. I need to trust my instincts on this one. If I pass it, pass it up, I will regret it my whole life. And, mm-hmm. and then he says, I couldn't agree more. So that was really cute. What I like about their relationship, you know, from the very beginning, he's there, you know, talking to her and he brings up the story about how she was afraid to ride the horse and that she would ride the horse if she was there with him. And he had walked with her around, you know, 29 laps yeah. or something. And sort of part of that conversation is like, I can do this without you walking with me. And, and so it really felt like it went full circle for me. And I really liked that part of the writing in the sense though, I thought like, okay, you can, you can trust your dad. Your dad can trust you. It's just like they hadn't figured it out yet. Mm-hmm. and and so that was pretty cool like yeah. they all they all figured it out in a way <laughs> and right. because he had been spending time with jack as a nurse he like knew him as he was as a person yeah. and not right. as a profile so 
Right. And he'd, he'd let that, some of those prejudices go. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, that's why I think, I think this one has some real nuanced characters that you don't typically see in a Hallmark mm-hmm. movie. And, uh, and I, 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 like I said before, I think it really is about grownups and I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they've been moving away from, from characters saying, I love you uh, mm-hmm. at the end. Uh, Cause usually there's just not enough time. Yeah, but uh, I was fine with that here. I felt like there was definitely a real connection, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that sometimes when you're older, and you, you know, you know, <laughs> like sometimes yeah, you're you're moving along, like right. this isn't, like, yeah, yeah, for you sure. Know. And uh, so yeah, that's basically the end of the movie. And uh, I I I felt good about picking this. I it it, it is actually selected by. Uh, uh, by uh, our followers on Twitter. Yes. And so I was like, oh, okay. Um, but I liked it a lot better than I remembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I thought it was really strong. And uh, and so we did get, uh, I put on Twitter some people's thoughts and we did get an epic comment, which is awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I thought I'd read it. Three yes. parts. Um, and this is, uh, it's, it's James Butts, uh, um, uh, on Twitter. And he says, uh, he says, what makes this film better than a lot of Hallmark's work is the, is the different take on how the, how they grappled with the social convention that more money and status equals better or more desirable, especially for men. Hallmark is one of the few outlets on TV that really attempts to tell stories about people outside of the upper middle professional class why uh, why i am so confused that they are labeled conservative and this movie does that better than most mm. and the friendship related thing i always remembered about this film is the dynamic between ali liebert and erica's characters yeah especially the moment when they have the conversation about the heroine snobbery and the subtext for their relationship it was really well done so yeah you Absolutely. nailed it james <laughs> <laughs> You know, and what I think is interesting is that I kind of felt from this movie, like, I appreciate the sort of the commentary here about what there, what James was, was that his name? Yeah, James. James. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> what James was saying is that, you know, what makes someone desirable isn't the job they have, but who they are. And, and uh, I love at the end where she says, I'm going to go see a guy about my gist because he says it's like oh, that yeah. what he likes about her is the essence and the gist and that sort of thing. But one thing that I, I found interesting about this movie and I'm still sort of grappling with it is I felt like he had less room to move. You know what mm. I mean? Um, I felt like she was far more insecure and needed to go up on the top of on the roof of her building I think she needed to go bowling whatever the heck that was (laughs) yeah I and maybe not so much he needed a partner um but he had difficulty because people don't apparently don't want to date nurses and I think for her that a lot of times she just wasn't doing it at all and so that was something that kind of stuck out to me is like I felt like she not that she completely changed, but her life became uh, so much more enriching, I think, for her being outside of work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas she, he didn't change as much. He wasn't as, mm-hmm. as much a dynamic character as mm-hmm. 
as her, which in fairness, she's the lead character. Yep. And she's I also thought, hey, some people are cool people and, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and she also would have been somebody who had been taken advantage of mm-hmm. by men so many times that, yeah. again, she just doesn't trust anybody. So I think that's yeah. a big part of it. Yeah. It's but, like closing yourself off where, you know, are women more likely to do that than men? That might be an interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. It's, it is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how much, it's, it's always interesting too to think about how much of gender roles mm-hmm. are, you know, cause people say, oh, well, gender is a, a social construct. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get what they're saying, but I, I also believe there, there are differences between men and women. We're not mm-hmm. the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and so where does that line go i don't know i don't know the answer uh (laughs) but it's one of the classes i teach actually i teach gender communication and i think there are a lot of biological differences but most of the differences that are placed on us are arbitrary in some ways although there are a lot of biological differences and i think that's the social construct aspect of it social construct aspect of it that might be based on biology is going back to evolutionary and thinking like men uh, were picked as partners because they were big and strong and could protect the family, Mm -hmm. so to speak, you know, and historically speaking, men are more likely to initiate relationships. So he might've been putting himself more out there because that's typically what happens. Whereas if she's not initiating and she's turning down people who are initiating because she doesn't trust them, then she's going to be more closed off yeah so well and typically obviously too. women were the ones rearing the children yes and so, absolutely you know, i only did half of that evolutionary example yeah. sorry <laughs> <laughs> i only did half the example <laughs> but uh, but even if it is a construct it still exists mm-hmm. and it's still a thing that yeah. is part of our lives and yeah. uh and so i don't know it's an it, it, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing and uh i i don't know like i said i really liked this movie a lot more mm-hmm. than i remember i'd probably give it like uh, I don't know, 4.25 crowns out of five. I'll probably give it a four out of five. I yeah. enjoyed it. Um, it's a good score. Yeah. Uh, no. I don't know if I can condone all the lying. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, friends who lie for you when you didn't want to lie in the first place. Right. That was Reggie. Good. <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> now we need the Reggie Alley movie. I feel yeah. like I, I need that or whatever. I would, I would definitely be there for that movie. Yeah, yeah. that would be a good one. <laughs> So, all right. Well, very good. Let us know your thoughts on this one. If you've seen it, uh, what you thought of it, I would love to hear in the comments section or on Twitter. Uh, we, we would love just hashtag on friendship and we will love to read your thoughts. And uh, Elisa, Elisa, where can people find you? Yes, I'm Best Forever's Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And my webpage is elisalucas.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. And make sure you're following the podcast to Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube. And uh, and uh, please leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes and give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube. We really appreciate that so much. And uh, yeah, and make sure that all of you male nurses, 
We love you so much. <laughs> we love Thank all the so nurses, much. but it's okay. It doesn't matter the gender or sex no. of your nurse no. as long as they're helping you. <laughs> That's right. No, we really appreciate all the essential employees. Thank you so much for all you do in getting us through this time period. And uh, and stay safe, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you all next month in new on friendship. If you have any ideas for on friendship, just put it in the comments yes. as well. So we'll talk to y'all later. Bye everyone. Bye. <laughs>